0: would be like, click here. Yeah. And, and, Warning. Uh, <laughs> or right. like, cat lovers only, click here. <laughs> but, but I'm not even worried about a skeleton. Like a I skeleton think you should and- be
1: worried about skeletons. But the virus could, in fact, help preserve them more,
0: longer. That's, that's impossible. When did you become a ninja where you can just climb anything? Maybe I would try to launch a couple chairs at the Tiger. i like to say that there's a lot. Look, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm a great writer here, but look.
1: You don't see me going up into the Himalayan mountains and trying to pretend I'm a Yeti, man. That's just not going to happen. Yeah.
0: And that's probably a wrong fact, but I think that's true. We're back at it.
1: Back at it. Here we go.
0: <laughs> and, and, and uh it starts it starts the bang well i mean it ended with a bang. it ends with the bang you're right <laughs> you're right you're right um uh, yeah so um so so cooper's not dead i mean that's what we, we 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 kind of thought that maybe he was dead i mean i guess no did you really think cooper was dead though no. at the end no, no. i don't think okay. so
1: i mean right. i think we even mentioned there's probably a um you know, bulletproof, you know, FBI was wearing a bulletproof yeah.
0: vest. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it because that's, he even says that that's government regulate. Like, as you right. go, if you go undercover, FBI regulations say you, you wear the bulletproof vest, and that's what he did. And if it wasn't for that wood tick that he had to like move up the vest, right. which I couldn't really tell. So, did he get, I couldn't tell if all the, if a bullet actually struck him. Or if the bullets didn't strike him, I'm not sure why pulling the bullet, up the vest... The, so,
1: two bullets hit his vest. Yeah. And the third bullet got in between his vest and him because he okay. had pulled it up because of the wood tick. And then right, if right. It, a little bit later, the doctor holds up the bullet yeah. and it's actually the wood tick is, is right there.
0: Yeah. I mean... It's pretty good. <laughs> like yeah. I really liked I, I my initial thoughts. I will say I really like this episode. Episode one came in hot. It's an hour and a half long, right. and it, it was really nice.
1: Yeah, and and let's be. I mean, let's be honest. There was a lot of like nice ways that they kind of led into like reminding us what was going what was going on. Right. Yes. They did that very yeah. well. Um. But. In that case, I mean, there wasn't there was some stuff that was going on that was new and we find out some stuff, but a lot of it was just rehashing like remember this happening and, and making us up to date, essentially.
0: And I, the way I and I, and because of that, I think that you had David Lynch and Mark Frost, probably David Lynch a little bit more. I don't know, because I think Mark Frost actually wrote the teleplay, but um, you got to see a little bit more. Of of the dream like nature of Twin Peaks, right. I think in this sense. because you kind of forgot about like if you I mean really the the at the ha- last end of the season or last half of last season you were we were kind of like we were like what's with Bob and like what there's a one arm man but like there's this dream that Cooper had and right. we don't know anything about that like what's going on I mean, and, and besides
1: it just, the fact that every episode mentioned a like a dream, yes right, I mean the, right. the 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 dream that Cooper had was kind of, we got into a, a drama, a police drama, essentially. At the end here, it yeah, wasn't yeah. it wasn't this kind of like far fetched thing. It was like they were, you know, they were going by the facts in that case.
0: And it really like I think, I, you know, David Lynch, Mark Frost, they wanted to bring everybody back and say, hey, remember this show, Twin Peaks? It's a little bit more than just a police drama. Right? There's a little bit more to it.
1: So I mean, let's take a look at it because. As we know, the beginnings are important, right? And Dude, what this happens is, at the yeah. beginning sets us up for the th- overall theme and, you know, gives us a little insight of what can happen. Now, this is a little different than just showing a mirror, which is clear and obvious to anybody who studies right. film. But right. let's... Um, I, I think I'm interested in hearing from you, what are the themes that you think you're going to be seeing in this because again we have not seen so, like uh, we're going we're going episode yeah. by episode we're not looking ahead we're not this isn't a like hey let's break down p- twin peaks and like study it in a way that we've already seen it multiple times and done research we don't do research yeah. on the show we no, watch who it does research we, no we watch it and we talk about what we see right so right so what are what are you seeing when you're looking so at
0: this? i mean th- you The first thing that comes to mind is like, you know, Cooper had ordered some hot milk to go to sleep. And so who comes in but this decrepit old and later in different episodes, Albert even says decrepit old, um, you know, uh, waiter comes in and he is uh, uh, he has no idea what's going on. He's not reading the situation right. There's a complete misunderstanding. He's just not able to see the truth. of what's happening and um you know he's he's so wrapped up in his own thing like the the part that i thought is that the phone was off the hook for this the the bellhop who comes in and so he's where so cooper says hey you need to call i need an ambulance i call the ambulance and so he goes over he sees the phone's off the hook he puts the phone back on the hook then he goes over to Cooper and is like, hey, put your milk back down. And also, by the way, I hung up the phone for you. And Cooper's like, did you call the ambulance? And he's like, "Like, you could just see him. Like, He doesn't understand what he's talking He's like, I hung up the phone. The phone was off the hook. I hung it up for you. And like this just complete misunderstanding, not seeing the truth or the reality that is occurring in front of you. Um, and, and what I really felt too was I felt that it was almost like in a dream sometimes, there are dreams that people have, I have them every once in a while, where you can't move Mm. and like you can't seem to communicate and, and things are happening around you and you're trying to get a point across but you can't, you're like Cooper there like Cooper could not move, he's trying to communicate and he's just watching this unfold and is unable to change what is going on in the scene and I felt like I had this thought that was like maybe cooper actually died and like he's now just the this the season two is almost like a a, like his death right i mean like what he's seeing as he's dying what like his brain is going through as he as he loses his life um because it was just so bizarre what was going on
1: yeah i i agree with that i think this is setting up for us this um this idea of like can't see what's in front of you, right? I think that yeah. I think that's good, or and and miscommunication, um, and I think there's like this interesting thing about repeating, like the the first, the first season was about this kind of duality, right? This duality yeah, yeah. that we see and and dream world, and and I think the dream world is in, incorporated in this, but I think there is a kind of this miscommunication that's happening, this this idea of rep- repetitiveness and repeating and i think you know as we move on i think there's also going to be a theme of um identity i think that's going to be important identity okay okay and we can look into Uh, that but uh, those are the things that i think are interesting i like i like the hand signals that were going on here and communicating without words Yeah. that was great efficient um even though it wasn't necessarily uh again not seeing or being able to see what's in front of you but the the those silent communications those communications and maybe just even
0: like, even like even like acknowledgement right like that bellhop was just trying to be acknowledged like hey i know who you are thumbs up wink right. then he leaves right and he comes back he's like thumbs up wink right and then the third time he comes thumbs, like just hey and then finally cooper like points at him like yeah in he does sort of this weird kind
1: of like yeah thing with his hand like i got you yeah yeah, yeah. um so, yeah, so I think those are things that we should be on the lookout for when we are looking at the rest of this um, episode or series, actually. Yeah, I think so, too. And I like this kind of like in-between world, right? Like, it's not necessarily a dream world. It's this in-between world of life and death. Like, where are we here? And I think maybe we can look and in, look into that as well. It's like not a dream, but it's not reality. It's just well, in-between. It,
0: it's- is it the spirit world? Like, are you get, talking about the the giant? Like, I don't want to, like, step well, on, a, on your yeah, toes I mean, or anything. let's think, just but go
1: next. I mean, the giant is definitely something who's coming in and talking about it. And now, you know, listen, I have some theories about the giant that may be out there. Um, I don't
0: have any theories about the giant. Well, I, I my,
1: Okay, so here's, well, uh, let's okay. just get into it. Since so that's the, the, literally the next thing he sees is a giant. Yeah. yeah. Right? The giant is talking about the owls. Owls as we know, are not what they seem. We know owls are eyes for, like, the log lady has already told
0: us about owls, right? Right, right. The owls weren't there that night, or whatever, I mean, like, yeah.
1: And if we're thinking about just owls and UFO sightings, you know, there's a connection. That's what we were talking, yeah, that's what we were talking talking about last time, And there are, where people see owls, they're UFOs. So, are we talking about giants as alien beings coming over and watching now this may seem far out.
0: Okay, I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready well, what for I'm it. That's the thing that's far out.
1: Aliens. Okay. So that's you think the giant about. is an alien or some sort could of alien. Be. We could we well, we don't know what the giant is, but he's a giant, right? And so Okay. Okay.
0: So I was go I'm more in this spirit world. Like okay. I'm really seeing like this as some sort of like spirit world because i think uh, going back to last season with the red lodge or the red room and you know the conversation there that seemed to me that was like a spiritual dream and 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 cooper talks about the spiritual journey from tibet he talked about Tibet again in this one so he's like he doesn't really talk about aliens to be fair you're right it's all about the spiritual spirituality of of the of the world now I, I'm not going to dismiss. I will absolutely 100 not dismiss your alien theory because I don't think you can dismiss anything in Twin Peaks. Quite frankly, especially at this point. At this point, and yeah, and there is some, uh, you know, I, I I think you and I both we've watched the some. Uh, this isn't the first. Um, we, we've watched some, a couple of episodes ahead, right? Because we have we're planning to talk about them. Mm. And guess what happens? There are some alien talks somehow in. Earlier in 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 the some of the next episodes, so yeah I am absolutely not going to dismiss the fact that the giant could be an alien.
1: um But the giant gives him like three things to look at, and it's like, listen, and this is like a lot of. I, I, I like this storytelling, right? Is like in order to believe me, these trust trust me on this, but I know you are not going to trust me because you don't know what's happening. But if these things come true. Then you know that I'm telling the truth like you know that I'm yeah. real right and I'll even take this ring as like a reminder, which happens. So those yeah. are kind of things that I like um to kind of set that up um and you know it was a I, I like I like that
0: scene um it was a great scene, man yeah it's, it's probably my favorite scene so far in it, in the entire series. I was totally in it and he's
1: kind of contemplating stuff. Um, well, not he. He goes on to contemplate stuff, but there's like I love this kind of thing where you're like lying on the floor and you don't know if you're gonna. You know, even Cooper, who's un, always under control, right? No, yeah. Is, yeah. doesn't doesn't really know how how he's gonna get out of this one. Um, but he knows that he needs medical attention, right? And even the giant tells him about that. Yeah. So, um, then we go to like uh, One Eye Jacks, which is where some interesting things are t- being uh, taking place, uh, essentially.
0: Well, I think we, I think interestingly, we see a little bit of a darker side to Jerry. Like to me, Jerry has always been this fun, like, uh, you know, exuberant, over the top, you know, all about stuff, you know, gluttony. Right. And then, and then we do see him, we see this really dark side of him kind of giving Blackie an ultimatum and um, also providing her with heroin. Now, before it's been cocaine, right? But now all of a sudden we've got. The yeah. heroin in the mix, um, which is, I think, uh, a step up.
1: And and to be honest, this changes. I mean, Blackie also was in like always seemed to be in control. Um, she's in charge. She's got you know she knows stuff and she's smart. And um, the we see her in a totally different light here as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I kind of was like disappointed about. Like I was like, I was seeing disappointed her too. as like an addict. Instead of like who I thought she was. And again, like we're playing this idea of de- identity and who we are. And I think this is like falling into that.
0: Well, it's a little bit disappointing to me because, I mean, if you look at this from a way of, of, you know, who, you know, the two people writing this, what power, the, all the powerful female characters you thought were there no longer have seemed to have the power that they once thought. Right. they had. Like Shelly, she had the gun and now she's falling back into her old ways. Josie's out of the picture and she maybe was controlled by Hank. Catherine, who knows where the heck were Catherine at? She was probably the most powerful right. but even she was under the influence of Ben Horn. I mean, all these powerful women don't seem well, to have any uh,
1: Yeah. I mean, it's the 90s though. I mean, it's still the 90s. It I is mean, the it's, 90s, I mean, you're right Okay. That's
0: <laughs>
1: That's tough. Um but yeah you are absolutely right like they set us up for some uh characters and again these characters are now shifting or disappearing or not seeming what they were and even the sense of like okay you have ben horn who's like totally creeping on his daughter here who to be fair does not know but still uh it's super creepy right
0: yeah super creepy
1: she um you know Audrey is there and she puts on the mask again, like hiding the identity. I, I like this idea of what they're yeah. doing with playing about hiding your identity and what's happening. And yes, that's although, still how such a does
0: closer. he not recognize his own daughter's Dude, but, voice?
1: Well, he, is, you have to understand also, he does not care. Like, he could care less about who oh, yeah, his okay. daughter is. And, right. I mean, when was the last time he probably even talked to his daughter? There was that moment where he was like oh okay in the last epi- uh last season oh like yeah maybe she is like wanting to become part of this but he basically says you're not my daughter anymore like you right, I'm right
0: yeah that's true that's true
1: right so he who can he has no idea he has his mind on other in- uh, things that are not his daughter yeah 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 um that w- uh, you know what ticks though are the worst to be
0: honest i mean I know. I was just back at our parents' house, and I'm constantly searching for ticks, like, constantly. Like, just just having the thought that a tick was in your... Uh, it's just the worst, man. Yeah. Um, I
1: like the idea that he's, like, talking about keeping fear from your mind, right? Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. like, something interesting. Like, you can withstand anything as long as you keep the fear from your mind. And again, they're, like, fear is part of this as well, right? This whole... Oh, yeah. Um, twin Peaks, so... Yeah, keeping fear from your mind how it is how is that working out you can do anything if you do that um doing a little political uh tibet kind of like jab in there uh i think it found was interesting yeah yeah i think, so <laughs> I think that's too. definitely uh, that, but
0: that's 90s right wasn't there a, a big free tibet movement in the 90s to, there totally was totally was yeah. and yeah, uh,
1: yeah. i can see um i can see
0: lynch being part of kind of that um anyway um so, okay, so the sheriff arrives, they, they 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 get him, you know, situated. We learn that the mill actually burned down, right? Well, no, um, I think only one thing burned down. I mean, ac-
1: like, according to, like, the news report, right? I thought the whole mill burned. I think it was just one, it was just, like, a major storage thing. I mean, I guess maybe okay. the whole thing burnt down, but I think it was, like, the news person was like a major i don't think the whole thing burnt down
0: oh interesting it's just like
1: a massive he says a massive storage area like burnt to Hmm. the
0: ground it was massive but i don't know if it's the whole thing uh well the more interesting thing is ronette uh or uh ronette is it ron wait what is her name ronette ronette yeah ronette uh she is she gets out of her coma at least, right? She wakes up too. We see that section. Yes, she. Wakes I, you know, up. I, mean, I, I will say there's there's a bunch of things that are just like kind of these are just reminders. Uh, I think these just reminders. There's a of bunch
1: things, of yeah. reminders to get us get us going. Now, here's where the interesting thing starts. We are in the um, house, uh, the Palmer House, right? Yeah, yeah. This is where things start getting interesting. We see that um, Mrs. Palmer and um, Maddie are having a conversation. Yeah. And they're both yeah. kind of like a little, you know, they're thinking about other things. And Maddie is saying that she had a dream mm-hmm. where the carpet, like a stain appeared on the carpet. Right. Yeah. And Mrs. Yeah. Palmer reacts to that in a way that is like, like, uh oh, like she, it I've looked had like dreams as well.
0: well. No, I, I thought it was more like she whenever she says "I," she says like i had this strangest dream right. that's when mrs palmer like panics like you can see like panic it's not like yeah. oh like like normally be like oh like okay cool tell me what was it like i'm interested mrs palmer is like panicking well, at well she's, she's you had like, a strange okay, what dream what was your dream like yeah okay you yeah. can
1: have a strange dream but what was it about because this yeah. could be serious
0: yeah yeah i thought that was really um pointing i think that's gonna be a Thing. you know what I mean like we need to remember that
1: yeah and certainly I mean and then she moves on I mean we get a little bit distracted because the like Miss Leland comes in Leland Palmer comes in and um his hair is white like yeah you know and like completely he's like what the heck? he's singing he's full of joy in this mood he's everything got, seems yeah, to be like weird back. song he's even says like I'm yeah. back right like I'm, yeah. I'm ready yeah yeah, yeah. um Yeah, and the song is weird. I don't know anything about that song. Do you know anything about that song?
0: No, I don't know anything about the song, but again, like I'm not taking a lot of credit or stock into the song because we know that just because we're we are hearing a song doesn't mean that the characters are hearing that exact same song. That's fair, you know? So I, I don't know what he's singing, you know? I have no idea. Um Yeah, and he's like he's like
1: totally back. He's ready, he's got the white hair. Now, what is your thoughts on the white hair? from right at this point? Like you had to be thinking about something as you're going through here.
0: So there are two things came to mind. You know what? I can't say what I think. I can't say what I think. Why not? Oh, you, because you saw. <sighs> I can't say what I think. Okay. I don't, I, I will say this. I don't know. I have no idea. Honestly, like absolutely no idea. But I can't say what my theory is all right so i'll tell you my
1: i mean my theory is obviously usually when you go through something you have a fear there's something that's frightening or fear and your hair turns white right yeah i remember there's like i don't know if this is true or not but like you know somebody had built a um you know a a barrel and went over niagara falls or something and Uh when they got to the bottom of the falls they were actually still alive um but their hair was totally white. Like I, that's yeah, a story that I remember. I don't know. Sure, that checks out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is like when you go through like a fear a fear like that, yeah. like your hair turns white. That's what yeah. people say.
0: I I will I will I will agree with that.
1: So something happened there that he is that he is like did two things. May have done two things. One, it was it was frightening enough for him to for his hair to turn white. Right? Yeah. And now we know uh-huh. that he killed Jacques, right? We know that. I'm pretty yes. sure. Yeah. Like yeah, he, no, we know it. We know, it. Thing, we know He pulled the thing he went there. Yeah. Um I don't think that would have turned your hair white. Something must have happened either before that or afterwards because I don't think we actually saw his head,
0: did we? I think I think I we will might, I, I will I would like to go on record as saying that his hair was fine all when, last he was yeah, okay. when he was killing. Jacques. Okay, yeah, when he was killing Jack.
1: Okay, so then so something happened afterwards that frightened him so much that his hair turned white. Now, what that is, I don't know yet, but it also put him into a. St- Either he forgot about it, has a sort of a memory of it, but. And I can't tell if he's, like, happy because he feels like, oh, I just killed Lara Palmer's, like, ki- like I killed my wife. I got revenge. Like I'm free, man. I'm free. Yeah, I like it. This is great. I got revenge. I'm free. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. But yet there's something, a reminder here that uh, that's not quite right. Yeah. And I think he's uh, either forgetting that or doesn't remember that or is trying to block that out of his memory. But something happened in between him killing Jacques and his you know this morning and there's not a lot of time between those two things no there's not a lot of time but so, i think that's i that's where i would say something something happened and i think uh <laughs> i think that's going to f- he's going to fall apart terribly
0: again I, I i don't see anything good no well, out he, of yeah this. i don't see anything i don't see any good coming from and i still uh, think Leland.
1: he has like his guilt I, th- I still think there is guilt involved with him and his daughter. You know, I don't think it was just like he's so terribly upset that his daughter died, which could be, uh, fair. That's fair. But I think there's something else there. OK, that's why um, putting
0: that out there. Well, I, I thought like, you know, one of the things that I thought that David Lynch does so well, I don't and I don't know who directed this or whatever, but. Like, David Lynch to me is just the king of creep. Like, it's not even, like, like nothing he does is, like, super jarring. He like, he doesn't do the, um what, the cat, the jump, the, jump what cut. is it called? The, the jump cut. Well, no, the, jump the cat. Like jump when, scare. Jump scare. Right. Jump he doesn't cut, do okay. the jump scare, okay. right? It's, like, he, like, wants you to watch. The, it's, like, the scary part for whatever he does, and this isn't in his movies or whatever, is, like, he forces you to watch a creepy thing happen. Right, and that's like the scary part. Like for me, just having, just the looking the the camera on the rug, and then the stain coming onto the rug, and you're watching the the camera doesn't move. You're having to watch this, like stain cover the rug, is creepy, dude. It's just creepy. (laughs) Like he's the king of creep.
1: And you know what reminds me of this? And I there's another there's going to be another Dune reference in this in this uh, episode, but the Dune. I mean, Dune was directed by Lynch and, um, the fear when he put Paul Atreides, like puts Atreides puts his, his hand in the box and like has to keep away the fear. Right. Um, I thought that was kind of like, I thought of that when I like just, it was something I thought about when he was talking about fear. Anyway, you're right. I mean, there's some creepy things, um, in Dune as well. I mean, any, we see that.
0: It's just creep. It's, he's just, it's just creepy. It's not necessarily scary. It's just so creepy that well, it becomes it's scary. There's a bizarreness, I guess. I, I, a cre- I don't. I don't think "creepy" is the right word necessarily. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I think I. To me, it's the exact perfect word. Okay. I mean, you have some dude talking backwards, who then dubbed into talking like uh, forwards. I guess like that. On its face, it doesn't seem scary. If you were like, "Hey, dude, there's like this guy," and It looks like he's talking backwards, but he's actually talking forwards and it sounds weird. I'm like, that's not very scary. But then when it's happening on screen, you're like, this is you just get this creepy, weird feeling like you're kind of looking around your own. Like, I find myself looking around like where I'm seated, seated because I just feel creepy, man. I I don't know another word for it. That's fair.
1: I would say bizarre. I mean, I don't know.
0: Um, but I mean, it does, elephant, let me ask look you this. At, look and at, I don't want to does, drag this on, but does it make you like, like bizarre? Something that's bizarre is like I get that, like that's bizarre. But bizarre so doesn't give me a sense. Is of it a fear? F- but is it a f- like? Okay, so he he
1: also directed a film called The Elephant Man, right? Now, have you seen? That? I didn't see the Elephant okay. Man. So in in the Elephant Man, it, but you know the the story or the idea of who. The yeah, elephant I do. Man I know. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. but there's that same sense of like, and it's not. Cre- I don't see. I wouldn't say that's creepy. I would say that is like exactly. You know, it's a freak show, right? Like that's what they call it, and it's to look at something where you want to turn away, but you can't. Right.
0: Yes, that's what I'm talking about. And yeah, I,
1: and yeah. and and again, like. Uh, you know say what you want about the idea of a freak show or whatever we, of course we don't want to do that right but the idea of looking at something that um like almost compels you to look away but you can't i think that i find he is interested
0: in okay that that is a good there's a good Uh, you know of what he is doing Uh, but i still it's the it's the fear thing it's
1: the box in doom yeah right yeah you you put your hand in there and you want to move it away but you can't because you know if you can do it you'll die right but it it feels like if you leave it in there you'll die and you are stuck in this these two worlds
0: yeah yeah i mean it's like yeah I, i totally agree it's like You know, you're watching this stain, like, and some of the other crazy things, too, you're just like, I, this is giving me a feeling that I don't want to watch this, but I, I'm compelled to watch it in some way, like, even even though I want to, like,
1: even the next scene, like, you
0: have, like, he comes in, he's like, hey, I'm
1: here now, and, like, he's singing uh, a song again, right, and it's Jer and, um, And Ben Ben Horn, right? And all of a sudden, they start dancing like oddly and weirdly, and
0: like, what is going
1: on with this?
0: Not normal dancing. Like Ben Horn is like jumping up and down, and like, uh, you know, Jerry is like surfing, like he's doing like the worm and the
1: worm. He like jumps off the stairs, like seriously. It's and it's like, it's like everything has to stop. At oh, there's music. I have to. I'm compelled to dance. I can't do anything but that.
0: And there's no way that that song is snappy enough to, like, make them dance like that. Like, again, it's like, that's what we're hearing. But that's definitely not what they're hearing. They are hearing something
1: else. I I agree. I agree. Um, All right. So, like, FBI is the the next scene. We're in Leo's house. And um, Cooper's doing his FBI thing. He's figuring it all out, right? What was happening? Yeah, he knows what's going on. I I love, like... The Shelly thing is awesome. Yeah. He's just... What the... He's just like, get your mind off Shelley for now. Like, oh yeah, stop yeah, Stop thinking yeah. about Shelly. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Shelly has nothing to do with this.
0: <laughs> yeah. I am like on a next level here. You get, get, you right. gotta get up here with me. Because Harry's like, oh, what about Sherry or Shelley? What about Shelly? Yeah. And Cooper's like, I've had enough of this. I love his phrase, like the the um, the uh the the geese were flying that night or whatever. Because there's a picture of the yeah. geese. Like, I, he just and, and like, and he also says something like, um, you know, he's chopping wood or like. Uh, Oh, it's trying to turn somebody into Kindling. Right. Leo was trying to turn someone into Kindling. It's just a really great turn of phrases like that Cooper has. There like, is some really
1: nice um dialogue here. Um yeah. but the big thing here is okay, the re- the other FBI agents come because an agent has been shot, and so yeah. protocol, get those uh get some other FBI guys in here. And the return of Albert. Yeah. And um, you know, Andy is
0: Oh, Andy, um, so immediately I don't know what was
1: happening in this. I mean, this was just crazy no. Let to me, me when tell I'm you this. this. This
0: is exactly you have owned dogs, and so and 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 to be fair to Agent um, uh, Rosenthal Rosenflower, who's Albert. To be fair to Albert, like Albert points this out like a couple times, but like when a car pulls up, you have. Andy, and Andy's just outside, and what does he do? He's just, he's just like, yeah. he's essentially doing what a dog would do. He's like, hey, Agent Cooper, there's someone here. Hey, Co- Agent Cooper, someone's here. Come come here, because there's someone here. There's someone here. Like, he's not doing anything. Yeah. He's just barking, yeah. right? Like a dog no, trying to get your attention.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then he runs, and um, he hits the board. The board comes up, smacks him in the face. Uh, he, He's, I mean, he's un- he, he doesn't get unconscious, but he certainly um, has
0: some sort of... He's- He's got the little birds flying over his head, <laughs> like chirping over his head, Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, he has a concussion of some sort, clearly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, b- blood is coming from his nose, and I'm, I'm hoping that's from hi- him hitting his nose and not, like, damage somewhere else. Yeah, but,
0: uh, it would be hard to tell, possibly.
1: But it's revealed that there is the cocaine there and some
0: boots specifically from, what was it, Circle... Circle something. I didn't write down what the boots were. They're they're brand new boots. I'm assuming that that's – and, you know, and if we remember, Leo was polishing boots and stuff. Like, he's into boots. Like, he needs a new pair of boots or whatever. Yeah,
1: now, but were those boots – like, the one-armed man was selling boots and shoes. Was that his
0: brand? I forget. That's why I couldn't understand. Like, he had a boot. Like, a little bit later, he has a boot, I can't even remember if this was in this episode it's or not in this but episode he has a boot that I he's think, showing Harry no. and I was like, Is that the boot? Like yeah. I couldn't tell.
1: I could yeah, I could I couldn't remember. I guess I could have gone back. But again, if this was nineteen ninety, I couldn't have
0: gone back. So let me tell you about the big thing for me. Unless you wanted ha- he had more to do with uh, the the, the nope, FBI showing it. up. It's Donna. Donna's a different person now. Like Donna is uh Exactly. She's I, I'm she's just smoking exactly. now. Well, she, but here, and, and which, why?
1: That's what I'm asking. The glasses. You. The glasses. Oh, the glasses. The sunglasses. Yeah. And so this and, is what I'm like, talking about hiding yeah. your identity, changing your mm-hmm. identity, and even yeah. we start off with Maddie. She has the sunglasses on, and she's kind of different. And she she's acts not so certain yeah. that she wants to give these sunglasses away. There's some. Yeah. There is a hesitance to her
0: taking these glasses. and and even like she's looking at her own glasses, and she hates them now. She hates. Yeah. Those she, she breaks them. She breaks those glasses, which, by the way, is a big deal to break your glasses. That's, like, expensive. Totally fair. And those glasses were not – I mean, those glasses, to be
1: fair, in the 90s, there's nothing wrong with those glasses. People wore no, they're perfect. those glasses. Yeah.
0: Stylish. Yeah. yeah.
1: And they're actually, I think back in style now. nowadays, they those big frames. Yeah, big. In any case, there's something with those glasses that change her identity that allow you to try on another identity. And they're Laura's, right? So we have to remember yes. – that now here's what I want to talk about real quick because well it's not going to be quick let's just be honest I want to talk about if we're thinking about film and film history there I saw this, this is last not going to be
0: this is not going to be quick
1: I saw this last time <laughs> and I didn't say anything but I saw it this time and just wanted to like briefly like just talk about it because I think you compelled to talk about it I was compelled it. to You're talk <laughs> about because it it's like the second time I saw it right the cigarettes. Do you you know what brand they were?
0: I don't know what brand the cigarettes
1: are. All right, so the the cigarette brand is like um, Metropolitan or something with okay. this font that is kind of Art Deco, mm-hmm. from what I can like uh, look at. And so yeah. the first time I saw it, I was like, "Huh, that reminds me of something." The second time I saw it, I was like, "Okay, it reminds me of something." And so like now I'm compelled to like figure like look at it and what yeah, it reminds yeah, yeah. me of is a movie 1927 movie um silent film by Fritz Lang and that film
0: is called Metropolis you might have heard of that film. Okay. okay yeah I've heard I've heard of that film uh you know sure my mind always goes to that film too right. when I'm thinking about when you're thinking about Cigarettes metropolitan, and, not necessarily
1: cigarettes, right. but Metropolitan in an art deco font. You have this I, I don't know how you cannot think about the film Metropolis. Now, sure. when we were talking about film history before, I just want to point this out because my friend Mike Prince, the dude who you know who's been on the shotcast before. Yes. He told yeah. he he pointed out to me that I pronounced um Boonwell's uh name wrong. And I put an R in there. I was calling it Brunwell which you have uh, no to idea.
0: me that seems like that thing. seems to me like something that you would do anyway i said i said
1: I, I i didn't even realize doing that and putting ours in different places is something that i do anyway but i just right. wanted to like clarify that 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 is what happened so um anyway fritz lang uh, made this movie um actually thea van harbu I think um, it's uh, a German now film. Now you're just getting yourself she, in more know, trouble with all these. <laughs> but she she actually wrote the screenplay, and I just wanted to um, sh- just say that give a shout that'll, out. That'll yes, there's a woman who wrote the screenplay. I don't want to, uh, all of this, but anyway, um, anyway, this is a film that involves a robot um, and duality, right? Because in this film, there's like the, so it's, it's there's workers below the city that are powering the city for the rich people above, essentially. And there's this, there's the stuff that goes on, and there's a robot that is made, and the robot takes on the likeness of this woman who is trying to like get the the people to you know together, right. So th- this robot and this woman, this woman is like this pure woman who is like trying to do the right thing, does well, everybody likes her, right. The robot the is sent out to just. Create like havoc and chaos of all like the seven deadly sins. Like we're talking about, oh. like you know, you know everything here. And so there is this duality of there's literally two people in this film. Right, right, right. right. We see that the same person is playing a robot and herself. And, oh, interesting. Okay, and one robot is good and like pure and innocent. And yeah, yeah. Well, not the wrong robot. The girl, the actual woman is pure innocent right. and the robot that the thing that they created is the right, thing that, that, man, was, made, the that man, man made the man made and actually it's not called a robot in the film. It's called like a machine man, right? A machine man okay, yeah. the machine man with her likeness is the thing going out and like loving everything that is bad and like trying to rile everybody up. Parties. She's she's yeah. dancing uh erotically. She's got like you know everything going on, right? Yeah, And yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end They take her And they like They Because they think The real woman Is doing all of this Not, They don't know If it's yeah. a robot Because no one knows What a robot is In 1970 Or 1927 Right Yeah yeah <laughs> So they, they They think that she's a witch They burn her at the stake And it's revealed And she's the thing that I loved about this, and I can see it like in like Laura Palmer, right?
0: Yeah, it's this idea yeah. she
1: was at the stake, fire is like burning, and she's laughing and like loving this and like really like being like this is great, right? Right. And you know, it, it, her skin burns fire, off. Fire!
0: You get the fire. Fire! I, yeah, fire! She's literally burned yeah. in fire, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, so the skin burns off, and she's revealed as a, a robot, and everybody's like, "What the heck?" You know, and the whole thing. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, what I'm saying is there's a, there's the connection. I just wanted to bring yeah, you back, I, I can, yeah. bring you yeah, back yeah, yeah. into listen, films influence other films, and as you're as you're somebody who makes something, you're diving into those other things and picking them and putting them out and you're using those as influences, but you're also recognizing them. And I think this yeah. was recognizing that.
0: And if you can yeah, see the I, film,
1: I would recommend seeing Metropolis. I, I mean will, it's a good film.
0: Well, you've you've convinced me that i would that seems more interesting than the other film that you had me watch which i did watch well listen there's two like, other
1: films though there's one eye jacks which i think is a good one i didn't film. watch i
0: i do want to see one eye jacks see yeah, one eye jacks is,
1: yeah. right go see that film yeah. and then see metropolis and metropolis is on i don't know if you do um i think it's canopy it's it's you I have go no to idea. canopy K-A-N-P-O-Y, um you can sign up with your library, and you're you have access to all these films, and it's it's oh, there. Oh,
0: sweet. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 I'll do that because I have a library card. Yeah.
1: It's an hour and a half. Play. Oh, that's, it
0: and, yeah. Know. That's a perfect time. That's perfect time for me.
1: Yeah. It's good. I'm I mean I'm gonna go w- back and, and rewatch it. Um, but like, it's. it's
0: I it, will see. I mean, just the fact that there's the two different women. Yes, who one's good, one's bad. I mean, yeah. Like this is like now. I'm like you've you've really got me thinking about you know that's what's so and interesting the fire when, reveals the fire reveals yeah. the truth which i think is interesting i, I think well we'll have to see what happens at the end uh of this series be because right. what's going to be interesting is i don't think david lynch uh, it's 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 going to be conf- it's going to be interesting to me to me to see if he can maintain 27 episodes or 28 episodes however many episodes this is it's a long time and then did he have like what was he having? Like, I would love to just ha- see what what his plan was for this whole thing, like multiple episodes, like multiple, because I it's starting. Uh, we've already got. We're. I mean, I've seen three episodes already, and I feel like it's just. I don't know. I don't know how much more he can maintain of this. Like right. the pace that we're going at. Like it's really crazy. You're right. So anyway, it's uh, back to the Scooby Gang because what I think f- what what we find now, right? So the Scooby Gang. Comes together after Donna puts on her glasses, smoking the cigarette. right. Maddie's there. James comes in. Uh, well, James doesn't you know, come he in. Said,
1: he goes to James. I mean, he, she goes to James, right? Okay, because James it, well, is in and, jail. And, and, James is in jail.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh, oh no, it's okay. It must be them, just Donna and Maddie talking, and they're talking about now. Na- they they are sh- they now have a secret, which I right. think is really interesting. Before they were they were free of secrets, and we know from pa- the you know the past season. Uh, secrets are bad right Like when you start having secrets the more secrets you have the more problems you have right? I mean that's why agent Cooper doesn't have any secrets right right exactly. and it's like and, and so now suddenly the scooby gang has Some secrets because James is trying to keep a secret, Uh, you know, he's in jail. He's not going to say anything He's trying to keep this thing hidden it got him in trouble last time when he tried to keep something hidden right now Donna and Maddie are like hey We can't say anything about where we were At, you know, Jacoby's house, that's a secret. And I love that. Secrets are bad, man. They're problems.
1: The dialogue that they have, the pacing, the, you know, what they're saying is like this real, like, you know, noir-y, detective-y kind of like speak. Like, you get the picture loud and clear. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah. Which I think, when do you start smoking? Start smoking, like, I get anxious. I start smoking i anxious. Or like, you know, smoking, whatever it was. Like, it's really. Yeah great kind of it was very
0: film noir yeah Yeah, absolutely absolutely dime store um uh by the way the log lady chewing gum she just spits (laughs) the gum was hilarious classic log lady yeah i mean it is classic log lady man she does not care log lady does not care man she just doesn't care and
1: and so though but to end out that scene we learn that the Meals on Wheels, we need to look into the Meals on Wheels. There's something there, yeah. right? That's what we yeah, yeah. we, we, we they, they got a clue. The Scooby gang got a yeah. clue. All right. So then we go and we're talking to um, Agent Cooper and um, Albert. And like, again, Al, you know, Agent Cooper is like, lay off. You know, you got to understand these folks. And yeah. um, listen, Albert does not care. He does not yeah. care. He's got a job to do. He's going to do it. These folks can do whatever they want but they're ridiculous and we feel that i mean there is a sense that albert throughout this whole episode that albert is i mean he does not care and that he is he's the he's the bad guy i mean they were setting him up for something who albert is the bad guy not necessarily the bad like not the bad guy like in this but he is the he's the guy like, he's laughing at things uh, about yeah, other people's problems. like, yeah, And he's thinking yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. stupid. Something's going to happen to Albert where he either has a change of heart uh, or like starts to understand something. Because we're setting that up in a way to build him so that he's going to be so uncaring to have a revelation. I think that's going to happen.
0: That'll be interesting because I really do think Albert at this time is... He's like he's almost like, what is everybody doing? Like, th- right. I have an FBI agent who got shot, like who came here to solve a mystery. All the witnesses or all the sub- subjects, uh, the prime sub uh, or uh, uh, the, the the prime sub uh, subjects. Sub- what am I missing? Suspects. Am I saying that? <laughs> suspects. Suspects. Thank you. The prime suspects are all dead. Right, yeah. like it's not going anywhere and then um, an FBI agent gets shot I'm here just to find out what the heck is going on right. like you guys have made a balls of it right you know what I mean yeah. like an agent agent or er, er, Albert Albert is in there being like come on man like I don't have time for this 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 minutia this like this stuff that's happening in this town I need to find out who killed Laura Palmer because everybody else is dead and by the way who shot you know Cooper an FBI agent right. like that's big time.
1: Right, and, and, and that's all true, but yet, but yet, we are still so invested with the characters that we know and love yeah. that he yeah, seems, yeah, yeah. like, just not out there, so so that's going to be interesting. The other interesting thing, too, like, the whole structure of last season was through this soap opera, and I haven't seen that here yet, so I'm wondering maybe how that's going to come into play. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, I don't know, but, like, yeah. I think... how where are they going to get that kind of soap opera aspect or are they changing it now? Now it's not a soap opera anymore, right? Now we're going to go in a different direction, maybe a little bit more film, noiry type thing. I don't know, but it's going to be interesting. I
0: think. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get away from the, the soap opera stuff. I mean, they're still like, they're still still, you're still seeing a love triangle happening. Right. I still think things are going to occur. And, um, uh, so albert i still love albert man i still like i still yeah,
1: like i him. like him too man but yeah. he's got to get with the picture though too i i'm starting to agree with cooper though in, in a point where it's like okay yeah. you got to get with the program here
0: yeah yeah um when our man shows up yeah and we forgot about him right lucy I mean, gets
1: kind of creeped out i think I get a feeling that yeah. like she gets super kind of creeped out at that point. Like we have a camera movement, a camera push in. Right. And right. Yeah. To, and she's kind of like unsure. I don't know. There's something that tells me because of that movement, um, that is, that she's feeling uncertain.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was an odd thing that he just kind of shows up and, you know, says, Hey, sheriff wants new shoes or whatever, you know? So I thought that was interesting. Um, but now what? I have Bobby written down here, but why?
1: Bobby's in a while. We go. We cut to. Um, we cut to. Uh, uh, James and the sheriff, and they're listening to the tape. And James is just saying blah, oh, yeah. blah like Scooby Doo yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. right? And they're like, we know all that. And uh, but she talks about. But what he does talk about is Laura says like Laura was acting weird, and Laura says. Would you like to play with Bob? Right. She she talks oh, about this guy.
0: Yeah. She's, I have Bobby written down, but it's James who I'm talking about. That's yeah.
1: James. She's like yeah. she's she. He was like in the woods, and she starts saying like a poem or something about fire, right? And he's like, yeah. "What?" And then, and then and of course we're like, "Oh!" And then he's like, "Would you like to play with fire, little boy?" And then, "Would you like to play with fire, Bob?" Right, so that's yeah. what Laura sends to James, and James is like, "Okay, that's weird." To us, it yeah. makes sense because we know what's going on. Well, he on. says,
0: "Yeah, would would you like to play with Bob? You know, um, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, right, right. Would you would you like to play with Fire, little boy? Would you like to play with Bob?" Is what he says. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um. So that's yeah, that's kind of creepy because Bob is like this reoccurring thing. Like we know Bob is the we know Bob we know about Bob and Mike. Right, and uh, from the dream, we've seen Bob a couple times. People have seen Bob in their dreams, right? And we know so Bob is fire. I
1: mean, Bob plays with fire. I mean, that's a thing we know.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. I. I said that. Uh, I wrote down because I. I've been at this point. I had been noticing that the camera really is taking its time, and like, they're in no rush to cut away from anybody's reaction to things. You know what I mean? Like, I really found that, like, a, a lot of the stuff that you watch today, it's just quick cut shots, right? It's like all, a lot of action. Like, whoever is behind that camera, whether it's Mark Frost or David Lynch, I don't know. They're really taking their time. Like, they're in no hurry to move away from their actor well, or I would, actress. Yeah, I would say, like, I, and I,
1: David Lynch takes his time with the camera. Like we see yeah. that. And we see that in the beginning, right? The beginning right. of this whole is always we see the machines sharpening, right? And it's not necessarily yeah, yeah. which, by the way, if you look at Metropolis, it's all like there's a whole the opening is all about machines, right? Machines because it's hmm. the machines. But anyway, there's a connection there. That's just saying. But it's all about sharpening these like blades, right? Right. And we're stuck on that and we're looking at that for a while. And you know, we take the time, and I think that's good. Uh, I like taking time and I tell my students to take their time with shots and I think we see this we're we're here I mean this shot I'm just looking I just paused I think I'm watching this as we play talk I paused it it's film it's it's the lighting you know Cooper is talking to the sheriff right now they're talking about like hey he just got lucky with like the talking about the the necklace, which is an yeah, object yeah. that define like is an identity to somebody, right? So we're also thinking about objects and identity. But the idea like I'm looking at the shot, there's like this great light that's coming through, the blinds, right? It's very film noir, which is they're setting that up. Anyway, but they're taking their time, taking their yeah. time with everything. Um, we get to this we again. Um Donna comes in. She's all, you know, again, femme fatale right now, right? Uh-huh. She's got the glasses yeah. on that are with Laura's, objects and identity. She's taking on kind of that identity that Laura had. Yeah. She's here to see James, goes in. There's the scene with the jail, which is, like, great. Um, yeah. And James is kind of creeped out about this whole thing.
0: I, I can't stand James. You know how I feel about James, yeah, I man. I know. He's the worst.
1: I know. He is the worst. Um, he's just trying to figure it out, man. He's a kid. You got to remember these are kids. Well, man. so
0: I actually wrote, I did write down this particular point that like, you know, the fact that Donna is now like, right, we have this new Donna, like she's changing personalities, but kids do that all the time. They try on, you, you know, try, you're like, yeah, you're trying course. to find which personality you, you are. You try and,
1: on different personalities. Yeah. Yeah. it totally yeah. makes sense. Right. And again, we're thinking yeah. about it as these are, te- like uh, sometimes we forget that th- these are teenagers they're in high yeah. school uh and they're 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 acting like teenagers,
0: which is yes, okay. Absolutely. That's why yeah. teenagers yeah. act. Yeah. Yeah. Um I did like the fact that uh Cooper had uh Andy and Lucy look through all the flesh worlds right. for like, well, like connection. Listen, we're
1: professional like Andy's like, uh, this is kinda like making you know, a little uncomfortable here. Right. And Lucy's like, hey, we are professionals. And then she opens it up and she's like, Oh,
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, so that we go to Jacoby. Jacoby's in the uh, and we're talking about the
1: food. There's something about the hospital food that is. That's not what right. I was just gonna say. Yeah, yeah. And this there's is not definitely just like, something. It, and it's not something that's like you know, listen. We cut to a scene and the guy. There's some close up of a guy saying, "Hey, this is really great pie." Right. This is not like that where it's just some right. random thing. Like
0: this seems yeah. to be something that is intentionally going to lead us somewhere i i agree because you even have, at one point you have a doctor being like hey nurse you we got yeah, to do something about the kitchen about the kitchen's food uh, uh, there's like there's a real issue with this this food and it like it's it's a problem man yeah i mean it's really a big problem perhaps
1: perhaps robert frost just doesn't like uh, hospital of food and he wrote it in like you know what I'm saying I but mean, like I don't think so I think it's some, I something I happened.
0: mean there, food is such an important part about Twin Peaks like there's constant food there's constantly yeah. donuts you've got the pie you've got the coffee you've got and it's like all Jerry good. is constantly munching on something the, the whole bread and cheese thing from last season with the I mean there's it's, it's all about food and that's a great point because like we have this
1: like really great food in this world outside of the hospital and what do we think of hospitals? Like Bobby even says, like hospitals are, de- you know, death and dying. Like this is not yeah. a place. So, you know, if we're thinking about these two worlds, life and death, we're in between. Like, of course, we're seeing both of these things. Right. That's, that's, yeah. that's yeah. set up for us right from the beginning. So it's interesting um, how it just emphasizes again, the hospital is not a place that is for uh, enjoying things. Or light. Oh yeah, right. It is yeah. something else.
0: It's, yeah, it's definitely and and it's cr- like, oh, man, like uh, some of the p- scenes where it's just empty halls of the hospital with fluorescent lights. Yeah, again, creepy stuff, man. It's just creepy. Those flickering fl- fluorescent, yeah. fluorescent lights are like they're just like, I don't know. Anyway, so Jacoby. He talks about everything that we already knew. He right. followed Donna and James. Picked up the necklace. I mean, we knew that just, already. That's
1: just verifying it, basically.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, the divided he, heart that now Laura he does has. say,
1: like, listen, what did you, what did you, because he was in the same room when when um, Jacques got smothered. So, right. Right. And he says something that he smelled oil, scor- scorched engine oil. So yeah, that's something yeah. we got to think about. And then we cut to Bobby, well, though, which I think is oh, interesting. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, I, no, I think we, we're missing a really key point where, you know, J- Jacoby tells us a, a key aspect of Laura when he says the last time Jacoby saw her, they, they had, had this discussion, and he felt that she had made a decision. And they're like, oh, well, like, Laura's not the kind of person to kill herself. But he said, no, no, no. he She made the decision – to allow herself to be killed right like she and we can kind of get the feeling of that like she was just like she yeah. was she had this duality she she was just kind of giving in she wanted to end it yeah like we get this sense like this and how she was going to end it She is allowing herself to be killed like put herself in a situation that is going to uh be ripe for um you know death essentially
1: yeah and i guess i guess i had i guess i had thought that That we had already known that that's probably what she was thinking, but
0: I guess. But I think it's like I. This says it. I think it's spelled out. Yeah, I think it's spelled out. So it's kind of just verifying what we what we had been talking about.
1: Um, Bobby comes in again. He's you know. Bobby. Yeah, Shelly. I feel Shelly bad for Shelly. I mean, she's just whatever. But like, Bobby's doing his thing, and he's going to take care. He always wants to take care of people, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Trying yeah. to figure it out, um, and then she goes like, "I love you," and he's like, "I guess I love you too." And I think it's just a sense of like, maybe he is feeling that way, because I think before maybe he really didn't. Maybe before it was really just about like, hey, sneaking around, and he's got yeah, Lara, or you know, he's sneaking, he's doing all a bunch of things, and maybe yeah. at this point he's like, you know what, I'm doing all this stuff for her. Maybe I love her too. Like, and I think it's just going to be interesting where that plays. I out. don't
0: know. Shelly doesn't look, it's not what Shelly wanted to hear. No. I mean, the, I, mean the Shelley look on one, I
1: love you too. Not a, I guess yeah. I love you too.
0: Yeah. But Because he even says, it. you talk about repeating, like he says it twice. Like, he's like, yeah, I guess I love you. And then he kind of like goes back and is like thinking about it a little bit more. And he's like, yeah, I guess I, I guess I do love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's probably not what you want to hear. And Shelly is definitely not interested in hearing about it. Right.
1: Um, there's a great way we see him leave, and then we're coming down the hall, and we get introduced to Ed. I love this, where Ed's like, "Hey, I heard you took a couple or something." I don't forget like the exact phrasing. Yeah, I, know, I forget like, what he said too. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love that. And then you know, this is what Albert is kind of like being foolish, but like, uh, and like not caring about what these these Hicks or whatever feel. Um, but like, this is a great. We like find out the story of Nadine, which I believe I already told you, I already had uh, said, hey... You had
0: mentioned a couple of those things. You had, <laughs> had mentioned said, a couple of those things. Yes,
1: yeah. Ed probably shot her eye. And that's why. Yeah. I, so that's exactly right. I figured it out. I just want everybody to know that, that I had already <laughs> known what was going to happen. But this confirms it.
0: Yeah. I mean, Ed, Ed wants to... Like, we even talked about this last time. Ed wants mm-hmm. to do the right thing like he just has a loyalty to him. Yeah, but you I think it's... I,
1: I think yes, but I think it's also like he talks about it here. He's not he's not down with fate. Like he doesn't care. It's not about doing the right thing. It's about doing the
0: thing that you've got yourself into, right? Yeah. What does he? Say? I think I wrote something down. He about
1: says that. like lay, he he made your bed now you gotta lay into it. You yes, know, that's into, exactly right. right. So you it's made like your bed. listen, yeah, now you gotta sleep in it. This is yeah. this is what happened, and now this is where I am, and so I'm yeah. doing it, right? yeah and it's not about like regrets it's not about like trying to do something else it's like this is what i did to get here and now yeah now i'm just doing it it's not about wishing you were something else or like maybe fate's gonna you know fate brought me here oh it was me he's real he's
0: a realist yeah um yeah but i thought it was a really interesting story and albert right the entire time albert's making fun of you know, he's like fake crying. Albert he's, also and doesn't
1: like, like the coffee, and I, and it's, again, it's like the hospital, right? So the coffee isn't going to be great. There's right,
0: like, right, right. It's right, it's right. not
1: a place where you're getting all the good, the nice things about life, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I even have this is where I put like I finally write like what is with the food because that's that you that's this is when the scene cuts and you have the doctor saying, "Hey, we got to talk about kitchen," so. Yeah, they're put they're they're not making it subtle yeah. at this point.
1: And I'm also and I also wrote down like vision versus dream. Like last time we were all about dreams and this time I feel like we're we're about visions and seeing things. And I think there's a diff I think there's a difference there.
0: Well well Bobby's dad, the, the major, says it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why I probably wrote it down,
1: right? Yeah, There's the, the difference ne- the between the vi- – Right, because that's yeah. his
0: dream, and it's not a dream. It was a vision. He, what, he takes pains right. to say this is a difference between a dream and a vision. Right. And I had a vision, not a dream.
1: And I think that's going to be important because I think last time we were all about the dream, right? This right, time, right. literally, Cooper had a vision
0: of the, the guy, and that, that wasn't a dream, Right interesting right because the vi- the dream that he had in the red room the red lodge whatever you want to call it it was right it was like his si- it was like he was trying to like be told what was going he was like tapping into his brain his right. subconscious right and allowing his subconscious to tell him who the killer was right. right um and now we're talking about someone actually coming to him this isn't subconscious here's a dude that's telling him information that he did not know before right right he didn't have this information
1: So that's I think Um, again That's what we need to be kind of looking at uh, When we pretty uh,
0: And it was a moving moment between The Major and Bobby
1: Yeah Major Briggs Yeah I mean definitely And and for the Major who's always kind of like just straight laced Like there's Yeah and, And Bobby again like we did get some I
0: think we got some emotion from Bobby Last
1: time did we get
0: emotion from Bobby Yeah I mean he's Bobby I don't think is the greatest actor No It's fair but
1: I mean, sometimes he is. But but this definitely not. But we we are feeling like again, Bobby is like changing without. Without this kind of like, he got pulled into a world, where maybe he wasn't ready for it or thought he was right. ready for that.
0: He says it. He says he was. He the only reason he did it was because Alar right. made him do it. Right.
1: Yeah. So now now it's like now he's trying to figure again this identity. Who is he now? Is he somebody who loves Shelly and like loves his dad or is he not? He doesn't know yet. I think
0: he's trying to figure it out. And he's definitely still involved because he knows who shot Leo. Right. I mean. Right. So he now recognizes who shot Leo. So. um, (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean we see that too he like we flash back to um, to Hank there
0: well yeah because Hank says something to him
1: Hank says something and he's like I don't know and then all of a sudden he's like oh wait a second Hank yeah. was the dude outside the window
0: yeah Um. I just have written down who is the third man
1: yeah so do I so that's that's what they're trying to figure out so this is so the idea oh, was that's like,
0: the mystery of this year of this, this
1: is who is the third man because the third man is the one who killed and, and we're I think we're thinking that bob is the third man right right but where is he what's he doing like what is happening we get and so this is this kind of like this is cooper's telling kind of um albert catching him up and they're dissecting like this is what happened leo um laura and ronette they went up to the cabin they're fooling around the cabin and jock and jock right Jacques, uh, the bird comes out, attacks Lara. Uh, Jacques gets hit, you know, by Leo. They take him outside when, when, um, they come back, they aren't there anymore. When Leo or when Jacques comes back to the cabin, nobody's there anymore. Right. 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 And there was a third guy that I think they found out that there was a third guy that took the girls away. Right. Right. Took them uh, presumably back to the train car and did the thing. That we can actually see at the end of this episode, I think. At, yeah, at,
0: I, was it the end of this one? I kind of uh, got see, confused. I got
1: confused too because I got uh, But but there's definitely like a like it's pretty intense.
0: It's definitely um, intense.
1: Um yeah. we see the donuts, the donuts transition to a red stoplight again. Again, that iconography yes. that mm-hmm. we've seen from the beginning, like telling us, like, okay, here we go. Um, and um yeah, no, it's right here where we kind of see all these things are happening. Under the fingernail, he left a note. Oh, they left the things under the fire. Sorry, I'm trying to tell you while I'm reading the thing. He left the <laughs> the Bob is this serial killer that we're that right. has killed Teresa Banks, I believe. Right? That's who. I, th- I can't remember
0: her last name. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Teresa
1: Banks. Killed her. Um, we know that Leo is not a part of that because of something that the the, the giant said. Um, yeah, but he is somebody who leaves these little. Um, Clues like clues, but markers, yeah. They're, um, they're, they're letters under fingernails, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, the victim, all right. And so, um, and we know that Mike is trying to, Mike has said in the dream that he will kill again, yeah. Mike is the one armed man, and now we, yeah, we also, Mike is the guy, well, who knows. Mike. Who said? It's Mike and Bob. Mike and Bob. Mike is the Mike had in the dream that Cooper had in the first season. He's like, I. My name is Mike. He is Bob. I had an, a tattoo with Firewalk uh, on uh, on my arm. Firewalk with me. He cuts off his arm. Right. He's Mike, and he cuts off his arm, and now he's chasing Bob because Mike because Bob will kill again. Right.
1: So. That's who we're thinking the third man is, Bob. Right. Um, Doing all these things. Serial. Killer. Right. That likes to play fire, that kind of thing. Um, And then Andy's like, you know, Andy's like hearing all of this. I mean, horrible, horrible stuff. We already know that Andy from the first season is not into this stuff. No. no, He and Andy starts like breaking down. After hearing all of this and um, Albert says a little something to him and Andy like stands up to him and says, you know what, you're in the wrong. You know, we're we're trying to do good stuff here. uh, And just because we have feelings and care doesn't mean that's not something.
0: Um, He probably doesn't even he does not say as eloquently as you just said it. No, he doesn't. Uh, He does not. (laughs) But that's what he means. And everybody knows what he means. Yeah. And everybody, um,
1: yeah. I mean, he says I don't like the way you talk smart. Um, okay, <laughs> but yeah. but also like Lucy is kind of like, hey, yeah, that's uh,
0: yeah, Lucy's- that's my guy. Yeah, kind of feels.
1: Um, anyway, um, there's some shots of these these dead animals again. The, the busts of the, you know, the trophies of the deer and stuff, like we see kind of...
0: Like Did you notice that there's trophies of the deer, like the heads of the deer in, uh, the, hospital in the hospital rooms, yeah. too? Because, I th- yeah. you know, to
1: be honest, I think they used one of the hospital rooms for the bank last, th- you know, that's last time. That's what I thought. I, was, I, I thought think. the same thing. I, I'm like, I think, I think they they're just using the, the same... Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, that's just what happened. It was convenient. Because uh, why would they rent out an entire bank? if They could just use it, whatever <laughs> they have. Um, Anyway, we go back and uh, we see that um, that Pete um, and and the sheriff, they're back. Uh, you know, um, Josie had to leave to for business, but she always kind of does that. So it's no big deal. Yeah, no
0: big deal. She's shopping. Right. She has a secret vice, which is shopping. Ha ha ha. Um, and, you know, I'll give you a you call
1: know. whenever. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> shopping. And Catherine's
0: dead. So we and think Josie we, is in Seattle. Catherine's and dead.
1: Catherine, as far as we know, Catherine's dead, and sure. and we we know that Pete is still in love with her after all of that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, we we get a little bit of that, and of course, you know, again, we see that there is the person uh, calling, and we believe that per- I believe that person was the one who
0: who shot um, Agent Cooper. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that's. Uh I think, uh, yeah, I think that that that's that's what's happening. Yeah. So and he calls right. Then he calls Hong Kong. Yeah. Then he calls. Hong Kong. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. yeah. So I think. So I think it's, that's it's the like, assassin. With that connection. Yeah. Yeah. At least that's my guess. Um. So Hank and Hank now is meeting the brothers, and there's a there's a nice scene between like the power kind of dynamic yeah. between the brothers. Jerry is kind of like really. I, you know, there's a se- there's another side to, Jer- to Jerry. We were talking about this duality or whatever, but like there's a separate side to Jerry, and I like how the brothers call the the brothers say they're the brains, Hank is the bicep. Right, and you listen, know?
1: and I'm gonna just refer again to Metropolis. The whole idea behind Metropolis is that you have these people who are smart; they're the brains of the operation, right? Um, and there's these workers who are the the brawn. Right, yeah. and the essential idea is like, the workers, the workers just got all worked up and they started tearing down everything, and they didn't realize that if they tear down everything, then their children are gonna be like, die or whatever, right? Right. And then the brains don't realize how that they have to. So it's like, how do these two people work together? And the idea is that they have this mediator who is the heart, right? The brains, and the um the brains and the hands need the heart in order to to everybody to work efficiently and so that's yeah. when I look at this and say oh we have the brains of the operation and we have the bicep of the hands like the muscle right how like who could be the heart of the situation to make this work efficiently is it Josie right could Josie be that missing piece Maybe. that brings everybody together because she's not here right now she took off and now we have a situation yeah. I don't know I'm throwing it out I'm just throwing that out
0: yeah, and I, I don't think Hank wants to just be the bicep either. By the way, no, no, I don't think so. So we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um, uh, Audrey uh, getting a little bit of uh, in a little bit of trouble here. She's no longer in charge. She's a, a kind of in a desperate desperate spot.
1: Yeah, um, Audrey. Uh, at this point, I mean, she's kind of understanding. The reality of the situation and um you know she, she got herself in a little bit too deep yeah um, Don is trying to figure out the Meals on Wheels and we have this nice scene of the Hayward Supper Club
0: oh yeah yeah that's right now
1: this is what I wanted to point out to you the um, Gerstein Haywood who is the uh, girl who has the crown and the fairy
0: costume. Do you know who that actress is? Wait, she plays the piano? She plays the piano. Uh, to, I, when I first looked at her, I was like, hey, is that the girl from that 70s show? The tall redhead from the 70s show? It does. She's
1: not. She would be older than who that. But she does look... There may be some relation. I don't know about the relationship
0: between that. But so who is that person? Because that, I, I, it seemed very familiar to me. Okay, two th-
1: well, I know her from two things. She could have done more one she is the girl from dune the um the little girl oh the little creepy okay. girl okay okay she's okay. That, that that one so okay. she's now she's now here she also was in four rooms i don't know if you remember the movie Four. Rooms. Oh yeah i saw four rooms Yeah, she is rooms. the um in the first the witches thing you know the witches yeah the first yeah, one yeah. i don't know they're trying to get I forget what it is, but she plays the like one of the girlfriends of the witch. Huh,
0: okay, I have to go she's back. The, like, the just, young, I, she's I, like
1: a younger witch and kind of doesn't really want to be a witch, and then she's a witch. I don't know. You can go back and like. She she uh, it's
0: just she seems very familiar. Yeah, that's I, I guess that's familiar. that's
1: that's why. But it was funny because she was she was the little girl in Dune, which is like one of the creepiest little girls. I mean. It, it, movie history has tons of creepy little girls, right? Yeah, um, I know. I know. <laughs> that is one of the creepiest. Okay, I'll have to go back. I've seen Dune like a couple times, so I'll have to go back and see it again.
0: I don't mind it. I like Dune.
1: Anyway, they do their thing. There's this poem that Donna's one. of Donna's, Donna has two sisters. Clearly, um, one of them reads while one is playing. Um, I like how this is what I think is interesting. So the the girl who's like this is the this haywood supper club and i'm gerstein and she plays the piano right the little girl in do yeah. she's like and now i lived up to like everything from my daughter my sisters right because the sister right, was the right. best at this and then the other sister was also the best at this and she did too and that's her big yeah. news and like this this idea of like following in her footsteps of being like i don't know i found that was like really interesting um the the, the poem also i thought was interesting thinking about like laura is living in my dreams and there's this idea of woods equals sadness, and yeah. and the dancing yeah. is like calling. I think that's again. I'm going to be looking for those things as the.
0: I mean, yeah, the woods for sure. Like, right. well, we know says the woods. woods. I, mean, the woods like, I mean, the woods. Like, yeah, there's something
1: yeah, in the yeah, woods. Ghost wood. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 yes, we understand that. But the the dancing is interesting because you know, we see dancing a lot here.
0: Yeah, even that, Even now, like as soon as he like. Yes, I mean Leland gets up and he's so compelled. He's so a weight has been lifted. He's so compelled to 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 be happy now, or, or that he feels so good about it. He wants to sing his song, "The Come On Let's Get Happy" or whatever that song is. He's actually he's got a good voice. I got to say, that oh, he plays he's Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's totally really good. Yeah. <laughs> really good. That's no joke. Uh, yeah, so he's singing and dancing, and then he like has I don't know something happens to him where he. He collapses, I, man. He, I think, yeah, I, uh, the weight of everything that he's been trying
1: to either like put off or put away, uh, you know, it it comes back. He can't do it anymore. He 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 revs himself up in such a fury, like that. It's yeah. faster and faster and faster and faster, and all of a sudden, like you know, yeah. he just can't take it anymore. Um, and he collapses. Yeah,
0: and luckily, he's at a doctor's house.
1: Yeah. Get the smelling
0: salts. Yeah. The smelling salts I mean smelling salts. I need some smelling salts. You should always I mean, keep honestly. it in your doctor's bag, obviously. In my doctor's bag, like when I'm going to try to do a heavy deadlift or squat. I mean, th- right. S- smelling salts are great for yeah. everything. You just always use them. Um uh, and then and then uh we go back to to Audrey because we have not forgotten about her. Yeah. And Audrey realizes she's got herself in some trouble. She's praying to Cooper. Yeah. Like you know how some people may pray to God or whatever. Like she's praying to Cooper. Uh, she has gotten herself in some big major trouble.
1: And he did. He forgot about the I mean, to be fair, he forgot about the note. Yeah. And that note yeah. is I mean, he
0: had a lot to be on,
1: on his mind though. Okay. I mean But the note is probably pretty important, clearly. I mean, she's now she's trapped. I mean, yes. again, trafficking. She's being trafficked.
0: <laughs> she's being trafficked, yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: and the giant comes back. So, to remind him, and again, this is not dream, I'm not dreaming, right, right. He is specific about only one person has seen the third man, like three have seen him, but not his body, so the two have seen a visions of him, right, but only one yeah. person has actually seen the um the third man, and he's and he's and he's known to you, like you know you
0: know this person, yeah, yeah, um. So, and is that then that? And then we go back. That's when we go to Renette or, or she, like, when do we have the vision again? The pretty intense scene, like, that's, that's it. super. Like that's that, right now, like right? That,
1: yeah, they go down now that we get the the creepy hospital route, like hallway, like you were talking about. Yeah. Um, there's even like I thought that I like, saw somebody move in one of those, but um, shots, but yeah, we see the creepy mm. things, and then we go to. Um, Ronette and she's there and she has the vision and it's pretty intense like it is literally yeah. Bob killing Lara, Uh and um, yeah I would say it's
0: that I would yeah, say is creepy I, that I would I, I would give you creepy on that one <laughs> but I mean like I would say it's actually even more than creepy because it is it's it's not creepy is almost like in, in normal circumstances there would be nothing wrong with just seeing this particular thing this is horrific in the sense that you're seeing bob just like be completely like just seem to take so much pleasure in this like killing
1: i don't know about maybe but then like he's like screaming at the end that's like i'm not so sure he's rage it's just rage rage yeah i don't know but it yeah it's it's a, and then the ending is different. But I think maybe the ending is just different for this one. Um, it's the piano playing, and there's actually yeah, like yeah. in memory uh, dedicated to the memory. So maybe that was the whole thing. But, um, yeah, so
0: that's it. So we we find we found the killer. Bob is the killer. It appears so. All we gotta do now is find Bob. It appears
1: that Bob is the third man. Third man is the killer. We need to find Bob. Easy. I don't yeah. know why there's I mean, 23 it, episodes. We can wrap it up. I don't know why
0: there's more. What's going to happen in 27 episodes? I, this is what I'm saying, man. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to read anything about this, but I'd be really curious to see what David Lynch and Mark Frost were thinking about at this point. Like, do you think like, you're like, oh, man, I think we bit off more than... Now, now we got to come up with 27 <laughs> I episodes. I think so. I think like,
1: they were ready to dive into it. I think they are. I think, I think Twin Peaks... Was probably something they were into. Okay. I think so. I mean again, like I don't know. Maybe they were like, oh boy, I can't believe we just they like bought the second season, but I think they were pretty I think they were ready for it.
0: Well, it's gonna be interesting. I really interested to see how it plays out. I you know, and like I said, and it's no secret, there are mixed reviews of the second season of Twin Peaks, but I kinda say, like, if you're not if this wasn't your jam in nineteen ninety like, I don't see why you would watch this show. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's all this, like, intense, weird things happening. Like, I, it's certainly not for everyone. Well, there's, I mean,
1: there was no third season after this until a while That's later, what I'm saying, so hope, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, so um, we'll we'll do this. Uh, we'll find out together, I guess. All right, sounds good. That's the Shotcast for this week. I'm Brady.
0: I'm Brian. Hold fast.